0: This episode is sponsored by Wake Global. Wake Global is the authority and go-to resource for effective and creative data-driven marketing across all channels and platforms, providing insight, ideas, and innovation from start to finish. Google Wake Global spells W-E-Y-K for marketing boot camps, workshops, and professional services. you how to fix any habit that you've been trying to build but that you've been unable to stick to. And I'll be doing so by going through what I like to call the Habit Troubleshooter, which is a simple checklist that you can go through every time you miss a day and it consists of a series of four simple questions, all of which are inspired by the Atomic Habits by James Clear. With that being said, let's begin. Question number one, are you forgetting to do your habit? If your answer is yes, continue watching. If your answer is no, skip to question number two. Now, if you're forgetting to stick to your habit, that's a clear sign that there's something wrong with your cue. Basically, the thing that triggers you to actually start the habit. And you can easily fix this by doing one of two things. The first thing you can do is add a visual cue to your environment. Something like a meditation pillow on the floor, a gym bag next to your door, or even setting up a notification on your phone. This way, whenever you see the cue, you will be reminded that you should start your habit. The second thing you can do is attach your habit to a pre-existing one. For example, let's say you always brush your teeth in the morning, in which case you can tell yourself, OK, when I'm done brushing my teeth and I have that fresh feeling in my mouth, that's when I would go meditate. The reason this is helpful is because your pre-existing habit already occurs every single day. So it will always be there reminding you that you should be sticking to the habit that you've decided to attach to it. Now that you've fixed your cue, it's time to move on to question number two. Are you remembering to do your habit but can't seem to motivate yourself to actually start doing it? If your answer is yes, you do have problems with starting, continue watching. If your answer is no, you don't have problems with starting, skip to question number three. Now, if you're unable to motivate yourself to actually start your habit, This is a sign that your cravings are not strong enough and you can fix this by doing one of two things. The first thing you can do is spend more time convincing yourself that your habit is important. You see, if you're trying to stick to something like journaling just because you see some YouTubers doing it, you're eventually going to wake up one day thinking, why am I doing this? And without a clear answer, you'll end up skipping days because what's the point? You need a strong reason why you're sticking to a habit. For example, I decided to build the habit of bullet journaling last year as a way to better organize my to-dos. This allows me to be way more productive, which ultimately gives me more freedom to enjoy my life. That's a pretty powerful why. If you need help with your why, go on YouTube, Reddit, or even Twitter and surround yourself with people who are passionate about the habit that you're trying to build. Spend some time every week listening about all the benefits they've seen. This is going to help sell you on the idea that this habit is going to change your life. You gotta believe that it truly will. Because once you do, the cravings will increase. The second thing you can do to improve the craving step of your habit is what's called temptation bundling. Basically allowing yourself to do something fun while you stick to your habit. For example, when I eat, I like to read something at the same time. Eating is super enjoyable for me, as it is for most people, and reading is okay. But when I combine the two, I'm essentially piggybacking off of my desire to eat, which makes the craving for reading much stronger. Now that you've fixed your craving, it's time to move on to question number three. But before that, a quick word about the sponsors of today's video. This episode was brought to you by Fabulous, one of the best apps on the market when it comes to building and sticking to habits. Fabulous uses behavior science and they have a proven track record of creating long-lasting change. There are two ways you can use this app. If you have a clear idea of which habits you want to build, then you can opt for the self-guided approach. Here you can pick amongst hundreds of recommended habits and use Fabulous's built-in notification system as a way to remind yourself to stick to them. On the other hand, if you need some guidance on which habits to start with, you can opt for the guided approach. Fabulous has built-in programs designed to help you reach your objectives. Simply tell them what you want and they'll tell you which habits you should work on. The guided approach also has a built-in coaching system which you can listen to 3 times per day, guiding you all throughout the day. You'll also be able to join a community where you can take part in challenges and stay accountable with other users. This will help you increase the cravings for sticking to the habit. Fabulous is 100% personalized, customizing the entire experience to suit your needs. Start building your ideal daily routine today. The first 100 people who click on the link will get 25% off Fabulous Premium. Now back to the topic at hand. Question number three, are you starting your habit but it's just too hard to complete? If your answer is yes, it is too hard to complete, continue watching. If your answer is no, skip to question number four. Now, if your habit is too hard to complete, all it means is that your routine is too difficult. This also ties back to the craving step of your habit. The more difficult your routine is, the less likely you'll crave doing it. Now, there are three things you can do here to address the problem. First, you can make the beginning and end parts of your routine easier. For example, if you're trying to build a habit of going to the gym, but your gym is a 30 minute drive away, then that actually means that your routine is an hour long commute plus the time it takes to actually work out. In this situation, you can opt to find the gym that's closer to you or get some equipment and figure out a way to work out at home. By shortening the time it takes to complete the habit, it will seem much easier to complete. The second thing you can do is to create what I like to call a low bar, basically a bare minimum amount of work that you can do that still shows that you stuck to your habit for the day. To be honest, some days I simply don't feel like writing, but I have a low bar. So as long as I've opened up the word document and spent at least a minute or two reading over a draft, I consider that as a win for the day. Now of course this doesn't mean that I do this every day. All this means is that I allow myself to do less, and as long as I'm showing up to do that bare minimum, I consider it as a win for the day. This is extremely powerful because it makes the habit seem much easier to do. And of course, I also find myself doing more work than I expect, because I'll often think to myself, Hey, I already started, might as well do a little bit more. It's also important to note that repetition is more important when it comes to building habits as compared to intensity. Which means that reading just two pages of a book per day will help you build a habit of reading faster than reading 100 pages of a book once per week. And finally, the third thing you can do is what's called chunking, basically breaking one big habit into much smaller ones to make it easier to stick to. Instead of telling yourself that you need to study for two hours straight, you can break it down into 30 minute sessions. Now this doesn't work for all habits, but for the ones that do, it can be a powerful tool because by breaking the habit down, you'll be able to reward yourself more often which would also increase the cravings while making the routine easier to stick to all at the same time. Now that you've made your routine easier to stick to, it's time to move on to question number 4. Is your habit getting easier to stick to over time? If your answer to this question is no then this means that there's a problem with the reward aspect of your habit. You see, the goal when it comes to habit building is to stick to your habit until it becomes fully automatic, where it feels effortless to stick to. And this will never happen if you don't give yourself proper rewards. The more powerful the rewards are, the more likely your brain will want to remember and strengthen the habit that you're trying to build. Now there are 3 types of rewards that you need to have. The first of which I like to call an instant reward. Basically, something that comes immediately after you complete your habit. Instant rewards are usually mental, as they can happen instantaneously. For example, after a good writing session in the morning, I'll think to myself, Wow! I did a lot today. Or, Wow! I worked hard today. Positive thoughts like these usually release feel-good chemicals in our brain which make us feel good instantly. Alternatively, there are some habits like working out that have instant rewards built into them. You see, working out releases endorphins which make you feel good, but you can also pair this up with a positive thought like damn that was a good workout which will make you feel even better. The second type of reward you need to have is your typical reward which doesn't come instantly but maybe a couple of seconds or minutes after you complete your routine. I like to reward myself with food after my workouts and it's extremely effective because food is one of the most powerful rewards out there, it's hardwired into our biology. If you have a hard time coming up with good rewards, just remember that the best rewards are things that you already enjoy. Of course, not including anything that is harmful for your health. And finally, the third type of reward you need is what I like to call a delayed reward, which is essentially a reward that occurs days, weeks, or even months down the line. An example of a delayed reward is hitting your fitness goals at the gym. This type of reward ties back to your reason why you're building this habit in the first place. Now the best way to go about delivering delayed rewards is to figure out a way to see the progress that you're making. So if your goal is to drop 30 pounds, you can shorten the time it takes to receive your delayed reward from months to weeks by stepping on the scale every week in order to keep track of your progress. By making sure you have three types of rewards for any particular habit, your brain should have a much easier time making it automatic. This episode is sponsored by Wake Global. Wake Global is the authority and go-to resource for effective and creative data-driven marketing across all channels and platforms, providing insight, ideas, and innovation from start to finish. Google Wake Global spells W-E-Y-K for marketing boot camps, workshops, and professional services.